0: In studio with us uh, from The Parenting Place, John Cowan again. G'day, John. Hello, John. Nice. Happy New Year, mate.
1: Hi, and to you too. It be yeah, a good one. Re-
0: Really nice to talk to you, John. It's been a while. So, uh, hey, look, if you've got a question for John, uh, anything at all to do with raising children, uh, John's just, he is an expert, and we use that word intentionally because he's been around and raised his own families, but he's run with the Parenting Place for, how many years have you been with the Parenting Place?
1: Oh, this will mark about the 25th year that I've been doing stuff with them. I'm no longer on their staff, but I still uh, do a bit of communicating for them, and and I'm still fascinated by this whole dynamic of uh, what makes a family and how to do it well. Well yeah, done, mate. And
0: we really respect what you have to say. Now, so if you've got something to ask, John, 800 If you've never phoned our show before, it's really easy, 800 We're all mates, so we'd love to hear your thoughts, or you can text your question, 9292. John, can I ask you one quick question? We we meant to discuss this, Phil and I, yesterday, and we got so busy with one thing or another, and there was news breaking, so maybe we'll get to it tomorrow. There is a, an interesting report out that says in this modern age of 2020, a lot of young people are sending naked selfies as a form of affection. it's it's their way, it's like the old days, you would send a card, I suppose. So naked selfies. what's your take on this?
1: Yeah, apparently, at about the stage in a relationship where their hands are all over each other, then it's apparently becoming more normal to to send intimate pictures. And I just have to say, uh, check the wisdom on that because. That One of the big problems is that adolescent relationships last about as long as a head cult, and that person that you trust and love and are going to spend the rest of your life with, two weeks later, they can't stand the sight of you, and they've got a phone full of pictures of you. And what's going to happen to those pictures? And, you know, they may not care at all. They might just send them off to a revenge website or, or whatever. There's the other thing, too. Little brothers... Little brothers have a wonderful ability of getting hold of their siblings' phones and finding everything on them. <laughs> Pictures of nature girls. And before you know it, they've been sent to 30 of his mates, and by nightfall, it's on some porn website in Vladivostok. And uh, so, yeah. you know, the moment you hit send, you've at least lost control of it. So, yes, I would have awkward and embarrassing conversations with your young people about. Uh, don't do it. Don't do it. I just feel so sorry for young people who know that their images are out there in the wild. And, you know, will they ever be able to run for public office? Will they ever be able to um, become a CEO or or do anything significant in public knowing that the moment they stick their head up, someone will pull out that picture of their naked butt? Excellent point. Exactly. Now, John, you mentioned about have that embarrassing conversation because obviously, you know, it, it's not an easy thing to talk about sexuality with teenagers mm. and young people and so on. <laughs> is your <laughs> feeling that when you are going to approach that, do you take sort of the direct approach and saying, we need to have a talk about what's happening in your life? Or yeah. do you do that sort of like people do sometimes when they say, well, this is a question for a friend and I just yeah. sort of wonder about, you know, what's what's what do you feel is is, is the best path to travel? One of the best ways of doing it is to use programs that you're watching together. Even though you may oh, not yeah. like their shows, watching their programs with them gives you sometimes an entree into a topic, and you can say, what do you think about that? Or, uh, "Do you, th- you know, that person did such and such. Would you agree with that? Or even more uh, subtle and tangential is to say, what would your friends think about that? That's less threatening. Uh, it's sort of like treating them as an expert on their culture you think many right. young people are using drugs what would uh, you know I don't know but what would most of your mates agree with this idea that they can uh, do that and and that way yeah. it's not threatening it's not you putting it's not doing you're not doing a Gestapo style interrogation you're just showing that you're genuinely interested in their world right. and uh, they love to be treated as experts on their own culture excellent thoughts 14 to 4
0: 0800 80, is our number if you want a question to John day, Josh
2: hey there guys um, so, me and my wife, we're about to have our second child um, during any day now, and our firstborn is about 22 months old, and she's just now decided to kick her midday sleep. Um, so, perfect timing for it, but I'm just wondering, is there any way to, I don't know, either back into a midday sleep?
1: i probably wouldn't bother i think that that you're facing the inevitable but they are going to be awake uh during those inconvenient a- a stages and so whether it happens now or later it's going to happen so bite the bullet yeah, and just yeah. and just work around it but uh uh it's, it's going yeah. to be interesting seeing how your toddler responds to the new baby and uh, yes, uh and one of the things is just to express your gratitude to the older sibling at Two years of age and older, they can understand things like, "Hey, I'm really grateful that you're helping me with the baby," and as soon as I put the baby down, you bring me a book so I can read you a story. So you're letting you're letting them know that yeah, about okay. pace. You're letting them know about sharing, and expect them not to get it right for quite a while.
2: Yeah, yeah, okay. So we just sort of have to bite the bullet and um, deal with it, eh?
1: Inevitably, you're going to have, to, you know, at some stage you're going to have to. I think at uh, two years you might be able to squeeze it out a, a, a bit more of a nap, but uh, I, I'm not too sure. You know, little, little kids vary yeah, okay. a bit on these things. Yeah. Good on you, Josh. Hey, so good. All the much. best with your new baby, though.
0: Thanks heaps, Josh.
1: Yeah, thanks, Josh.
0: Karen's oh. waiting on line
2: here. Hi, Karen. Hey, guys. How oh, are you?
0: Great, thank you. What's your question, good. Karen?
2: Um, I just like some advice on how to handle the snarkiness. That starts coming out of a sort of a twelve-year-old girl. It's like it seems to be the default setting whenever she's talking to us as parents to just be, just really, just horrible. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's oh, a good Karen, question. That's so uh, it's so upsetting because you love them, but they. Um, could I just say it's an experiment? They're trying to establish themselves as someone a bit different from yourself, and it's a it's a sort of a pushing away thing that adolescents do and to a certain extent you should welcome the idea that they're individuating but you wanted them to do it in a way that's respectful and so one of the things you can do is let them know that it hurts you that you're allowed to say hey I find that really sad that you talk to me like that I'm I'm hurt I'm offended look maybe you didn't mean it to be as sour as that but it's coming across but that really hurts me could you go away and come back and let's have this conversation again and and if you come across with a bit of sadness rather than anger, I think that the, the loveliness in your daughter is going to probably respond to that a bit more.
0: When you uh, lose you know, it, and Karen, an this ad- might,
1: this this might
0: uh, apply to you too, Karen. Occasionally, as a as a dad, you know, you lose it with your kids. I have, and and do you think it's okay to say sorry? Some people say it's you know it's sort of uh, the wrong thing to do. Apologize to your kids. I've always felt it appropriate mm-hmm. to say sorry. Is it is it good to say sorry to your kids, John?
1: Oh, if you if if you have. I mean, some people say you lose respect, but no, they already lost respect for you when you acted stupid. <laughs> and so, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, look, sometimes I'd have to mi- say to my kids, look, sorry about that yelling you got this morning. Um, I wasn't happy with what you did, but you probably didn't deserve that much yelling. That's all right, Dad. We're used to it. And it blows out the window and it gets forgotten, but they have a, an incredible sense to be offended and maintain a chip on their shoulder. And so <laughs> sometimes, uh, you know, you can back down, but you don't have to back down all the way to the basement. You know, sometimes you know, sometimes you've made some extravagant threat, you know, you're gonna be grounded for the rest of twenty twenty. Who wants to be stuck at home with a with a sulky teenager for that long? You could say, Hey, look, your attitude seems to have picked up, so look, you're not going out this Friday, but uh, no, we white we can wind that back. So you can back down but you don't have to back down totally. And mm-hmm. apology, I think that's a good thing to model if you've if you've overstepped the mark. Good on you. Was that helpful, Karen?
2: Yes, it was. Thank you very much.
1: Hey, thanks for
0: thanks, taking Karen. the time to phone, Cheers, Karen. Karen. Um, Arlene, how are you?
2: Oh, good, thank you. Kia ora. Kia ora. Um, John, kia ora, John. Um, kia ora. I have a, I have a um, two and a half, well, nearly three-year-old granddaughter with a, with a huge personality and with a attitude. Um, she's a very determined and she's a very um, stubborn young lady.
1: Um, she'll, she'll go far.
2: That's fantastic. She'll, she'll go, go far. far. <laughs> yeah, well that's what we're thinking. Her stars are saying she's going to be a leader. But at that age it's very difficult to even get her in a car seat without yep. her uh, she's very strong as well. Mm. Um, and she's got a hell of a bellow on her, we call her when she looks when she's got that look on her face we call her she's got her chucky look on. <laughs> yeah, well, I've know, seen the that, movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've With seen the movie.
2: The fists fist down the side of the um, side of the body clenched, and she lets out a bellow.
0: So, what's your question, Arlene? What, what?
2: how are we going to tame this kid?
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a couple of things you could do. One is to realise that some kids are definitely more pepper even others. And one of the things is it can set off a reaction to them that will just um, perpetuate the problem. So you're really wanting to, uh, when, when they act like that, if you could not respond as, as much as perhaps okay. your, your instincts are telling you to, but instead... Just comment on what it is you don't want them to do and what you do want them to do. Like you say, don't use those lads. Can you speak to me kindly? And uh, so you have to model the calmness that you want to see from them. Stir creates stir. If, they, if you get wound up, they'll get wound up. The other thing is to give them lots of choices do you want to go to bed on my back or do you want to go on my feet? Do you want to have your dinner sitting over here or do you want to have sitting next to me? And sometimes the choices can deflect uh, what the, what their anger and, and tantrum's about. It's good advice, John.
0: Hey, one quick question before you go, John. Uh, a number of texts coming in. We were talking about, you know, your children and the sex talk. What age, in your view, is the age that you start talking with your children about consent and sex, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera?
1: Uh, it starts at preschool quite honestly you're giving them a vocabulary so they can talk about their bodies they're learning about appropriate touching staring toileting even before they after off to preschool as they go through primary school let them be innocent let them be children but you do talk to them about being safe about what they're allowed to do with uh, with, uh, with other adults and things and but um, I, I reckon that Whereas you would have said 10 or 11, I reckon 8 or 9. They need to know some of the basics of the biologies of sex. And and then, and then it's an ongoing coaching. Don't think you do it all in one talk. Uh, good resources at the Parenting Place, a thing called the Big Weekend, helps you do that with uh, with uh, intermediate age kids. And uh, But it's an ongoing thing. And don't leave it to Hollywood. Parents, we've got to step up. John, you're great to listen to. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for your time. Thanks, John. Cheers. Thanks, guys.